Um, Pastor Bright, so you can renew my time. I wasn't the one preaching. Please, give me some minutes. Okay. Joshua 1.8. Um, we're going to try and be brief. Okay. What, their life already is a testimony. I um, thank God for them. Thank God for them. Thank God for them. Joshua 1.8. This book of the law shall not depart of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Okay, so it is the book, the Bible, loaded with God's wisdom that we use as the raw material to build our destinies. I want us to read Joshua 1.8 together. Everybody, let's go back to Joshua Joshua 1.8. Um, Joshua 1.8, if you have your devices or your Bibles, just open it where you are. Are you there? If you're there, say amen. Okay, one, two, go. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have... I like the media guys to hold on to this verse. He says, For then thou, who is the thou? Okay. For then he will make thy, who is the thy? You. So for, for then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall have. A lot has to do with you, you, you. If it has to happen, it is not we. We, we, life is a product of personal, non-transferable responsibility. When it comes to fulfilling destiny, don't ever be lost in the crowd. Don't ever be deceived by the crowd. Don't say, oh, me too, I'm in that church. When the challenges of life will come, it will meet with you alone. And the stuff you are made off, we now show up. Just like exams. Oh, you're in a class writing exams. But you face your paper by yourself. And it now depends on what you have. How prepared you are for you to do anything in, in the exam hall. Most people are lost in the crowd. They just believe, okay, since I belong to that group, since I belong to that church, since I belong to that nation, I'll be okay. But life is a product of personal, non-transferable responsibility. So we usually say things like, if you fail, it's your fault. If you succeed, it's also your fault. Somewhere along the line, you must take personal responsibility. You have to apply those things yourself. For yourself to see the consequences, either positive or negative. So if you're in a crowd like this, and then we leave church, and then we say so many things. Sunday in, Sunday out. Wednesday in, Wednesday out. Thursday in, Thursday out. Covenant night in, covenant night out. And then you go home and then don't do anything. No application. Nothing. It will show up. It might take five years. It will show up. For then, thou shalt make thy own way prosperous. And then you will have good success. So you need to be responsible with life. Destiny is a potential. It's not guaranteed. 
Somewhere along the line, you must pick up your tools and work and labor. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 24, verse 3. We said last week, that great destiny that God has for us, it will take God's wisdom to build it. Without wisdom, you make foolish mistakes. Take foolish steps. And I, I did a lot of analysis in the first service. Amazing. Many people find it hard to walk in God's wisdom because they are not growing personally. Proverbs 24, verse 3. Proverbs 24, verse 3. Through, 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 okay, through wisdom is a house builded, and by understanding it is what? Established. We build by the wisdom of God. We grow by the wisdom of God. Destiny is made strong by the wisdom of God. In fact, you know, let, let's go to Proverbs chapter 4. Verse 5, we look at the fruits of God's wisdom. As you grow in wisdom, you find that your colors will begin to shine. But when you are not growing in wisdom, you'll be making foolish mistakes. Hmm. And stripes is for the back of fools. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Forget it not. Neither decline from the words of my mouth. Verse 6, forsake Wisdom not. And wisdom shall do what? Preserve thee. So you can't be preserved if you are not wise. Love wisdom and she shall keep thee. Verse 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get it. Tell your neighbor, get wisdom. Uh, you're not saying like you should get it. If they're your friend, you can even pull their hand. If it's not your friend, don't put anybody's hand. Uh-huh. You have someone slap you in the service. I didn't know you before. Tell your neighbor, get wisdom. Now, when they say you should get something, who has that responsibility? Oh, yes. That means it's not there. And it might not jump on you. Go and get it. He said, wisdom is the principal thing in life. Get, therefore, get wisdom. Go, take, take steps. Explore. But get wisdom. And with all thy getting... Get understanding. Verse 8. Exalt wisdom. And that wisdom will ensure that you are promoted in life. Wisdom shall bring you to honor when you value it. When you embrace it. When you give it its place in your life. Verse 9. Wisdom shall give to thine head an ornament of what? Grace. And wisdom will put on your head a crown of glory. Wow. This wisdom is amazing. But go get it. You must get it. And then we saw something in 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 15. Apostle Paul said it clearly. That wisdom comes from the holy scriptures. Wisdom. Thank God for our education. Thank God for master's degree. But we realize that those educational qualifications do not cover all the parts of our lives. How many of you have masters in Mariology? Marry, marry. That you did master's degree in husbandology. Or wifeology. How many? And yet, we are going to get married. 
most likely. Is it not true? If you are here, you, are, you don't want to get married at all. You want to be like um, Paul. No, Paul, Paul was married. I think Paul was, was not married. I, I think was, anyway, thank God he wasn't married. Um, uh, like Daniel, Enoch, you know. Let's, wait, let's just wave your hand. There's some people that are like that. You want to get married, male or female. My own hand is down anyway. I mean, just to let you know, that, and nobody studies that. Accountants will get married. Engineers will get married. Geologists will get married. Politicians will get married. But no school will teach you how to be a great man or woman. All those things are embedded in scriptures. Even life itself. How many of us studied in law, lawology? You know in law? You know it's a whole industry. Handling your in-laws. Uh, those who are married will tell you. In law, lawology. Ah, what a course. Life challenges will come. Financial challenges. People will disappoint you. Nobody teaches you disappointology. But it's how we manage those things that determines our outcome. So in 2 Timothy 3.15, he says that, and that from a child, Paul was speaking about Timothy, his spiritual son, and that from a child thou hast known what? Hey, say it louder. That from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise. So when you don't know the holy scriptures, you will not grow in wisdom. So when we say wisdom, how do we get wisdom? Primarily from his word. There are some verses that can deliver you from sorrow. There are some stories in scriptures that will deliver you from shame. There are instructions in God's word that are, that are enough to live a life. That from a child, you have known the holy scriptures. So I want to beg you, for the sake of your own destiny, to get acquainted with the holy scriptures. Allowing the Holy Spirit to interpret, to explain, which we call revelation. Understanding it. And then you live a better life. So how do I get wisdom? Of course, you must have a strong desire. You must pray for the spirit of wisdom. No wonder Paul said in Ephesians 1, he looked at it from verse 15 to 18, he was praying for the Ephesians church. He said, ah, ever since I heard of your salvation in Christ, I do not cease to give thanks to God for you and pray that God will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Because if you are wise, you will do well in business. If you are wise, marriage will be better. If you are wise, you will enjoy promotion. So he said God should give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation. So I want to encourage that as we proceed in this second half, amongst other things, everyone should thirst for that spirit to grow in them. Pray for the spirit of revelation. Pray for the spirit of wisdom. There are things that will happen to you that, I mean, look at the testimony we just heard now. Which school will you learn that? Wickedness does not know your degrees. You hear the kind of statements people are making? Most of those guys, they worship idols. Maybe you don't know. And they drink things. 
They are monarchs that have been taken in, the, in, 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 in this country, collected money from the monarchy, and they still kill the person. Something just went wrong. You have to know God for yourself. And I also pray that you will know God and your wife too will know God. So somebody quoting scriptures now. A lady quoting scriptures. Job chapter this one, this one. Somebody don't know anything. It's Gucci. Only Gucci. Gucci. And Brazilian hair. And all that happened in Telemundo. Because that's what they do from morning till night. And when crisis erupts, they now approach you with village wisdom. And be doing things to create more problems. You don't prepare for war during war. So you need to deck yourself in the, for the day of battle. You can't be buying umbrella, the morning rain is falling. You would have bought it inside the house. Rain is now falling, you now bring it out to cater for you. Not that you will not be running a task character. In fact, they prepare for war in time of peace. Because somewhere they know that it's coming. So go and grow up and build up. There's wisdom for spiritual warfare. There's wisdom for marital success. There's wisdom for life. It's loaded in the Holy Scriptures. Nobody can read it on your behalf. I wish I could read it on your behalf. And then you come to church and I split your head into two and breathe into it. <sighs> Receive Matthew 7. <sighs> I wish I could do that. I said in the first service when I was in school, uh, university, we were doing one exam. One of my colleagues in class sat at the back. He was asking me. I thought it was a joke. Asking. Because lecturer was in front. If they cut two of you, you're in trouble. I even thought it was a joke until he shook me. <laughs> Sorry, what's the right word? He shook, not me. He pierced. I did pierce, so he shook, he knew. He poked. Hey, wonderful. He poked. <laughs> With pen. Boom. Ah! I said, what is it? I was moving until I sat at the edge of the chair. If you look at his face, there was a desk. You know, he didn't know anything. <laughs> ah, may you not be staring at the exams of life and not know anything. <laughs> ah, there was, he, he, could, he could shook me more. The way he was looking, he's like, ah, failure, eh? <laughs> you will not be stranded. Amen. I said, you will not be stranded. Amen. So we pray for God. God's wisdom. You will not be foolish. You pray, Lord, fill me with the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Let the eyes of my understanding be enlightened. And then you know scriptures. You know scriptures. When things happen, you know which application is required. That matter now, if angels did not handle it well, Somebody else kidnapped can cobalize somebody else. Do you know that? Somebody else's matter among them that were kidnapped, mishandling the matter, and then they become, become a bit um, chaotic. They can kill everybody. So you know which scriptures to use to pray when you have a marital issue. You know how to say it, when to say it. God's wisdom is his wisdom bank. Follow it. And you will have promotion. You will have preservation. And then all the other blessings. 
The other thing we mentioned that we get from, or how to get wisdom, is reasoning. Somebody say reasoning. Ability to think, analytical mind. That you are a Christian does not suspend your brain. Many have done things all in the name of the Holy Spirit. Said it. The Holy Spirit is the one just, he just told me. Ah, Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not a foolish spirit. Holy, and those people, when they, they, they have all kinds of additives. Spirit is spirit. The spirit of God is moving in this place. <laughs> I call it pepper soup anointing. <laughs> I used to be carried away by something before, but now nothing. Not others. <laughs> Many of them are foolish. Go and check it out. They don't know how to talk. They don't know how to behave. And they <laughs> foolish steps, foolish statements, and they, it costs them a lot. I'm not saying, I mean, I flow in the Holy Ghost. You know that. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power, of love, and what? That's in 1 Timothy 1.7. Sound what? Uh-huh. Sound mind. So go and sound it. 1 Timothy 1.7. The Holy Spirit. Yes, spirit of love. Oh yes, spirit of power. You can pray. But also gives you sound mind. 2 Timothy 1.7. Sound mind. That means Christians ought to be solid on their jobs. They should not be hitting your head. Think, think. You should be thinking normally. In fact, when you do things, it's a reflection of the measure of thought that entered into it. You're coming to church this morning. That's the way you package yourself. It shows the measure of thought that entered it. The depth, if it's shallow, it will show. If it's deep enough, it will show. Did this person think before leaving the house? Or where he's going to? You're meeting a president. You think now. How do you, do you dress and you go to a party? Too casually? Thinking. Thinking for a change. John Maxwell wrote a book on that. Thinking for a change. Think, Just thinking. Just analytical mind. It gave you a sound mind to think. If I go like this, what will happen? Even when you are praying for decisions, you want to make a major decision, you are praying to God. You now reason with God. God will show you the way forward. You just sit. Say, come, let us reason together. Come, let us reason together. We had a men's meeting some time ago, and somebody was asking, did the Bible say that we should not take alcohol? So, a very valid question. I said, well, the Bible says so. And then we shared a bit. And then, when I started talking about uh, gambling, is it against the Bible? One guy now made a statement that, well, he first started gambling with 100 naira. But as the last problem he had was he gambled a hefty money. And the money disappeared. And then he was in the car, the money for family matters. And the wife was asking about the money. You now keep your head straight. <laughs> so I said to them, how many people did you see start with one stick of cigarette and remain with one stick? Very few, if any. That they started with one stick. How many did you see that started with half cup? Just give me a little bit of the... What's that Champions League? Uh, 
Hymen. Just, just a little. I'm okay. You might start with that. When pressure of life comes, bottles will multiply. So, that's thinking. You start with one cup. Some people drink cartons. As I'm talking to you now. Some say, just one stick. Now, packs and health is finished. Thinking. So, all those excuses, uh, you can control it. You, you can control it, but you cannot control situations of life. When marital issues come up, you will take more than one cup. When financial matters pressure you, that door you have opened wrongly will not be very wide. You that never thought you would be very, you'll be drunk, can live a drunken life. And then the rest is history. So think. Think. How did Solomon become marriage of uh, 1,000 people? Go and study it. It was one woman, the daughter of a strange king, Pharaoh. Beautiful woman. Just one. And the, the thing was, just this one. I mean, just one. Just Pharaoh and Israel. Instead of us to be fighting, my name is even Solomon. Peace. And the, the Pharaoh came to meet him and said, to establish that peace, I would like you to marry my daughter, you know. So that it would be like in-laws. So you can't be fighting your in-laws with guns. So, but doing that broke a law. And then before you know what's happening, to establish peace with all the other kings, Chad, uh, Burundi, uh, mentioned there, Madagascar, all of them, to maintain peace. When they saw what the king of Egypt did, ah, some will carry three of their princesses, you marry them. Until you are peacefully marrying a thousand wives. One stick, many packets. One cup, many bottles. Hundred naira, house rent money. Yes. Let's look at this scripture. So in case some people are thinking that is alcohol really bad. Let's see it. Proverbs 23, verse 29. Just an example of your thinking. Temptations will come to you, my friend. Issues will come. But don't go for temporary pleasure. Think, if I take this money now, at the people facing EFCC. Many never thought that the president would not come back. They, they thought that oh, everything is fine. We can, we'll come back, so give us the money. Somebody was released yesterday on bail now. I'm sure you read it. I won't mention it. It was reacting at first. I didn't take any money. I didn't take any money from anybody. When you are detained three days, all the things you took will remind you. You took me home. <laughs> you will not be detained. You, know, you don't know how it is. You don't know how it is. Particularly when you have lived some luxurious life. You call security. Hey, come. You call driver. Hey, move. And then suddenly only you in a room on the floor. Toilet inside. Urinary inside. Mosquitoes welcome. By the second day, the sins you didn't commit, you start repenting of it. The scriptures you didn't know, you just know it. You just remember that your JS3 teacher said, ah! <laughs> thinking, thinking, thinking. Proverbs 23 Verse 29. We'll read three different versions. 
so that some of the men here that are used to drinking, some of you, I see your tummy coming out. No, no, no. I, I'm not saying every tummy means um, alcohol. I'm not saying that. But in case your own is because of that. <laughs> and some of them are laughing excessively. <laughs> Who hath what? <laughs> Who hath what? Who hath con- who had babblings? Who had wounds without cause? Who had redness of eyes? What is shayo? Ah! Verse 30. They that what? They that go to seek what? Shekpe. They mix it. Industrialist. <laughs> Look not down upon the wine when it is red. When it giveth his color in the cup. You know those things when the priest breathe from the finest wheat. <laughs> the Don't let it deceive you. Say, look down upon when it's red. When it gives its color in the cup, when it moveth. You know how the thing moves? And then you see it. 32. At the last, it bited like a serpent. Who is seen as a serpent in scriptures? Satan. And stingeth like an adder. At the last, not at the beginning, at the last. 33. Thine eyes shall behold who? So immorality and marital failure are tied to alcohol abuse. Because you are not in your right sense. The lady just serving in the place. How are you now? <laughs> You're fine. Someone that is not as one quarter as literate as your wife suddenly becomes the most beautiful woman. Waiting, they do you now. I've been talking to you, talking to you, <coughs> talking to you. And you're just shanking me. What do you want? What do you want now? <laughs> it's a movie that I saw you to <laughs> show you. <laughs> uh, no, my mother is in the village. Ask her. Go back to the verse, my friend. <laughs> thine eyes shall be straight. <laughs> and thine heart shall utter what? You'll be talking nonsense. A whole man of God. A whole Christian. Speaking jargons. I will beat you black and blue. You, my wife. Who told you I'm my wife? Your wife? Who told you I'm my wife? When did I marry you? Manuel. Husband. 34. Yea, thou shalt be as he that lieth down in the midst of the sea. I see the future. <laughs> oh, I see that lying upon the top of a mast. <laughs> 35. <laughs> 35, please. They have stricken me, thou shalt say. And I was not sick. They have beaten me, and I felt it not. When I shall, when shall I awake? I will do what? That is the addiction that comes into it. 
So the same person, when he wakes up, ah, what did I do? Sorry, everything. The next night again, is with the friends drinking. From one bottle to many bottles, to marital problems, to health problems. Let's look at it from, I think, Amplified Version. Maybe that will give us some more details. Amplified Version. So that um, you won't say it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. Addiction. That's it. I will seek it yet again. Who has, who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has strife? Who has complaining? Who has wounds without cause? Who has redness and dimness of eyes? <laughs> Those who tarry long at the wine. Those who go to seek and try mixed wine. 31. Do not look at wine when it is red. When it sparkles, 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 sparkles in the wine glass. When it goes down smoothly. You see that? Smooth. At the last, it bites like a serpent and stings like an adder. 33. Under the influence of wine or alcohol, your eyes will behold what? Strange things in bracket and lose women, and your mind will utter things turned the wrong way, untrue, incorrect. You will not be thinking straight. 35. You will say, They struck me, but I was not hurt. They beat me as with a hammer, but I did not feel it. <laughs> when shall I awake? I will crave and seek more wine again. And what? That's addiction. 